Isn't it great to have Kyle and Melissa back playing the trumpets for our worship each and on Christmas Eve, and uh, it's so special. So welcome to them again, and welcome to everybody for worship on this Boxing Day, December the 26th, 2021. It's a great pleasure to welcome everybody into our service this morning, especially if you're visiting with us. We are delighted that you're here. We hope you feel very much at home. And uh, we are welcoming those who are worshiping with us online also. Thank you for worshiping with us in your own home, watching the service. If you're at home, we're grateful that you're with us as well. And of course, you can download the bulletin and see that uh, pictured uh, on the church website. You can download it and follow along with worship as well. So welcome, one and all, to this service of worship. Please do sign the friendship pad that's on the inside aisle of each pew, the burgundy pad that's there, if you would please sign that. And pass that on the row, see who's worshiping with you, and then you can greet them at a time of greeting in just a few minutes. What a great celebration of Christmas uh, we had the other day, Christmas Eve, as well as all during Advent. It's been a really special time for us all during Advent and Christmas Eve, and we are so grateful. And uh, just want to say a word of gratitude to everybody who gave a poinsettia, for example, to edify our worship space. At the entry point of each uh, door to the sanctuary, you can see on the tables there a a little stack of these green sheets, and you can see the list of those who gave a poinsettia in honor or memory of someone. You can see those who were honored or memorialized, and I looked over this sheet again this morning, and it was just so special to see the names of those who many of you are remembering and honoring, And then to see the names of loved ones, um, church members who have died in the last year or two or three, and just to picture every face. And so uh, I just encourage you to see this list and see who we are remembering and honoring. And then uh, what we would love to do, of course, is not to throw any of these away if we can help it. So if you gave um, a poinsettia this year in honor or in memory of someone, we would love for you to take that home with you after today's service. Um, There's not whole lot left. There's uh, six or eight up here left, and uh, they need a home somewhere for the next several weeks. Or if you're really talented, you can keep a poinsettia going into April, May, or June. So um, let's keep them going and take that and share that Christmas love with somebody so that, uh, so that we can do that with the remainder of these poinsettias. But thank you, everyone who gave one of those for this year. And a special gratitude uh, to our worship team who came early and stayed late all during Advent and, of course, uh, on Christmas Eve. We're grateful for Dick Goffner, Joe Grady, Catherine Burnett, Elizabeth Powell, and Bob Johnson because they did so much behind the scenes, Sandy Jones and, and many others on our flower team. Thank you for all of the work they did, getting the candles ready, getting the um, bulletin ready, getting everything ready for us to celebrate Christmas. Thank you to our elders and many others on our worship team. Just a reminder that we don't have an evening worship service tonight, um, and we don't have one next week. We will have two morning services next week. We'll go back to everything as usual, 8.30 and 11 o'clock, no evening worship next week, but we will be back in two weeks' time with everything back to normal as usual, Sunday school and, and everything cranked back up in the new year. Please see your bulletin announcements. There are many things that are happening, including some new things Coming along uh, in the new year, we will have a renewed and revamped 
Parents Night Out called GPC Connect, and you can see details about that, and you'll hear more details about that as well. But we are starting that program back up in a new format and a new way starting in January. Please see that. And then last but not least, uh, of course, it's the last week of the year, and uh, we have many people who call in and, and are curious about where they are with their giving for the year. And so our business office, of course, will be open uh, Tuesday through Friday of this coming week, not Monday, but Tuesday through Friday for those of you who are interested in getting your last-minute giving in and those who just want to give a little more because they can, because they've been blessed. And, and then also, we are waiting until December the 31st to announce our engaging our potential campaign totals. I know people are curious about that, and we're waiting for those uh, last commitment cards to come in. And, and of course, nobody ever knows how much anybody gives except the people in our business office. But when the stewardship team does look over the list of those who have turned in commitment cards, uh, not the amount, but those who have turned in cards versus those who we're still waiting on, we see that list and we say, well, they turn in one every year. We know they're going to come through for us. We are excited about them coming through for us and we know they will. And so I just want to encourage you to do that, that uh, so that as we pray over that list of those who haven't turned in a commitment card yet, um, we just hope that you will and pray that you will. You help us so much as you um, give us guidance on how much we can budget for the next year. And of course, with this campaign for the next year and how much of our debt we can knock out. So thank you in advance for turning in your card in the next few days. If you haven't already, and if you're curious about where you might acquire one, I know where they are. They're in the Narthex area, and they're on this table right out here, and we'd be delighted for you to pick one of those up uh, on your way out today if you need one. And then last but not least, uh, I think many of you have uh, heard the good news for Fred Turvery that he is retiring at the end of January. Fred is our business and facilities manager. And so um, we do uh, often seek referrals for people for that job. And so we uh, would be happy for you to give us referrals for people who might serve as a good business and facilities manager for the church. And, and due to the, the confidentiality of that um, position. It's not one that's open to church members, but it's open to people outside in our community. So if you know someone who might be a good reference for us uh, who might serve, then please do uh, send that to me, and I'd be delighted to talk to you about that person. Those are all of our announcements. Now let us prepare our hearts and minds to worship God. This morning, Jesus has a special Christmas gift in store for each of us as we spend time together with him in worship. So I invite you to stand as you are able and join me in our call to worship. Our souls magnify the Lord and our spirits rejoice in God our Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will be called 
blessed. Our souls magnify the Lord, and our spirits rejoice in Jesus, our Savior. For the Mighty One has done great things for us, and holy is His name. His mercy is for those who fear Him from generation to generation. Scripture tells us that if we say to ourselves, we haven't sinned, we haven't made a mistake, somewhere along the way, we're probably deceiving ourselves. But the truth is that God is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. So let us join together in our prayer of confession. Gracious God, in the swirl and tumult of the holidays, We confess that at times we lose sight of the purpose for this season. As you mercifully entered into our world, we have still been reluctant to open our hearts and minds towards you. We have given gifts, but refuse the gift you offer by allowing your love to change and transform us from the inside out. Lord, have mercy on us and receive our desire to desire you. Lord, 
We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. We experience in Scripture the truth that we're never going to be good enough or right enough or spiritual enough for God's love. And the best news in the world is we don't have to be. Scripture tells us that God waits to be gracious and merciful to us. And through faith in Jesus Christ, that waiting is over. Sisters and brothers in Christ, hear and receive the best news in the entire world. Through Jesus Christ, we are forgiven and at peace. Thanks be to God. As our children come forward for a really special and incredible children's message with Pastor Will, we invite you to greet one another with a sign of God's peace. The peace of Christ be with you. Please share a sign of God's peace. Way to tee you up. Oh, it's great to see everybody this morning. Come on down, everybody. Come on down. Guys, uh, this is an exclusive group here today, it looks like. Fantastic. Everybody can sit right over here for us. And it's so good to see everybody this morning. Look at Linda's army of young gentlemen marching down the aisle there. Oh, it's so great to see everybody. How are you this morning? Everybody's doing okay? So... Yesterday was a special day. It was Halloween, of course. And no, wait a minute. It wasn't Halloween. What was yesterday? Christmas Day. And so I am always so excited for um, the ability to give presents and to receive presents, just to show love to those in our families and our friends. And so some of you have brought some presents with you this morning. I'm going to ask you about those really quickly. I brought some of my presents with me also. I just brought one or two to show you so that we could share in this special present moment together. Now, my family, a bunch of turkeys, they gave me this right here. Now, this is called a funky chicken. Now, I don't know if some of your parents or grandparents may remember Rufus Thomas around here. He sang a song called The Funky Chicken. And then he would dance in the funky chicken. So this funky chicken likes to dance sometimes. So that's, 
that one. But here's what I brought that I really like. I love a good plaid flannel shirt in the winter to keep me warm and just to keep me all snuggled up. It's got great colors in it. It's got every color of the rainbow in it right there, so it's so good. So let me just see what you guys have down here. What do you have this morning? What is this? It's a transformer. Fantastic. It can do all kinds of things. What do you have? Transformers are popular this morning. You got him yesterday. All right. Charlie, what do you have? Superheroes. I see the Hulk in there and Spider-Man and Captain America. And who is that? Iron Man, of course, of course. Who else has got something over here? What do you have there, my, my friend? What you got, Joseph? A robot named Fetch. A robot named Fetch. Does he, is he remote control? Let's just see this remote control right here. All right, he's going to do a little demonstration for us. He's going to fetch. And he can go fetch that and bring it back? That's pretty cool right there. I love it. Who else? Does anybody else have anything they want to share? Well, if you don't have anything, what's one thing that you got that you were really excited about? What, what did you get? Yes. A watch. You did. Wow, look at that. That's pretty cool right there. That's high tech. And it does all sorts of neat things. What about you, Talmadge? What did you get? Got an iPad. Fantastic. Man, that is so great. Anybody else? Get anything? That's pretty exciting, isn't it? Everybody, all these presents. I know people out there got things that we love to, to play with, and we have things that we love to talk about. Well, let me just think about this real quick. When it comes to these presents, when it comes to these presents, some of these are toys, and we love to play, right? We love to play, and playing is another word. Another word for that is recreation, which means we love to recreate. Just as God was so creative and so powerful, God gave us the ability to create and to recreate and to play in the goodness of creation. And so all these things that you have are something that we can have great fun and great recreation with. And then if you got clothes, then it might keep you warm. It might be something that keeps you warm, something that keeps you um, warm in the winter or something that you love to wear out when you're with friends. All of these good gifts... Well, at Christmas, you know this, we talk about the good gift. The good gift that came down from heaven at, at Christmas was Jesus. It was Jesus, and that God gave the whole world Jesus so that we could laugh and play and enjoy life and that we could be forgiven and especially so that we could love. And so we're grateful for these presents. We are grateful for the best Christmas present ever, which, of course was our real superhero, Jesus. The superhero of all was Jesus. So let's thank God for Christmas and let's thank God for Jesus. Let us pray. Dear Lord, say after me, dear Lord, thank you for Christmas and thank you for Jesus. We are so grateful for all of your love today and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for sharing those gifts. You can go back to your seats now.
As we turn our attention to God and his holy word, would you join me in a brief prayer? Holy Spirit, we come to you in this season of Christmas. And we come hungry in a deeply spiritual way to hear your voice and to welcome you into our lives in a fresh and new way. So, Spirit of Christ, we ask that you would speak to us this morning, for we, your servants, are listening. This we pray in your holy name. Amen. The scripture passage we're going to spend just a few moments in this morning is taken from the Gospel of Luke in the second chapter and starting with the 41st verse. So hear these words. Now every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up, as usual, for the festival. And when the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. But his parents didn't know it. And assuming that he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look around for him among their relatives and their friends. And when they didn't find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for Jesus. 
after three days, Mary and Joseph found him in the temple. And he was sitting among the teachers and listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard Jesus were amazed at his understanding and his answers. But when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. Well, Jesus said to them, Why were you searching for me? Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? They didn't understand what he said to them. But then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Oh, the day after Christmas. What an odd kind of lull sort of a day, the day after Christmas is. I remember as a kid, it's so easy to get bored when your heart is still ringing with the joy and the excitement of the days before. And you don't know what to do. Of course, your parents are like, why don't you play with the gifts that we just bought you? And you do for like, 15 minutes, and then you're bored again. But when you've been in holiday mode for over a month, seeing Christmas lights and going to Christmas parties, starting with Thanksgiving, getting off school, getting off work for a few days, the day after can almost feel like something's missing, which is exactly what's happening in the story that we just heard. Jesus and his parents and their whole family had just traveled to Jerusalem to celebrate God's gift of freedom through the holiday of Passover. And they came a day after and they traveled back home. The party was over, so everyone loads up the Tahoe and the trailer and the back seat, and they head out for a full day's journey. They make good progress. They check into their hotel. They do a head count to make sure they can confirm their reservation. And Mary and Joseph notice that something is missing. Actually, someone is missing. It's their eldest child. The golden child to top all golden children there ever was or will be. Jesus is missing. They assumed that he was with them. 
but they didn't intentionally take time to make sure that Jesus stayed with them after their holiday. Maybe for you, the day after Christmas has revealed that you thought the holidays would be different than they turned out to be. Maybe they were better. Maybe they were worse. Or maybe they were just that different kind of different, and you're not sure what to make of it just yet. A lot of times on the day after Christmas, our spirits are still ringing with the echo of joy to the world. Our stomachs are still aching with having eaten way too much food. Our hands still tingling after tearing in to Christmas presents. So the abrupt stop to the festive season of Christmas can feel odd. But the passage that we just heard is speaking to us and saying, maybe there's something else going on. For Mary and Joseph, the day after their holiday was anything but quiet. In a panic, they turned back and they drove through the night to return to the massive metropolis of Jerusalem. That you had to know felt ten times bigger when they thought of what lay ahead. The passage says that they looked for Jesus for three whole days. Talk about getting your steps in or closing the rings on your Apple Watch. They looked for three whole days and they were exhausted. Their voices were hoarse from asking and describing and shouting for Jesus. But then, on the third day, they went to the temple. I imagine having to look in the last place that you would expect to find a kid. And maybe have to beg for God's forgiveness for the unforgivable thing that they had done. And there is where they found Jesus. He was sitting with a bunch of pastors and Bible teachers and scholars, famous people and politicians, movers and shakers in the city. And they were all amazed at what Jesus was saying. But his parents felt something (laughs) a little different. The passage says that they were astonished. I think in today's terms, they were probably flabbergasted. That odd parental mix of total relief and complete anger, all stewing at the same time. Because it didn't look like Jesus was bothered at all by their concern. For Jesus, he was exactly where he was supposed to be. Content and at peace in the presence of his heavenly Father. And that is the cure for all of us. In the whatever post-Christmas day after that we find ourselves in.
perhaps the quiet, the nothing much going on, the freedom to play or rest or do whatever isn't a sign that Christmas and the joy of the holidays is over. For us as a people who center our lives around Jesus, Christmas is the beginning of our story in Him. We are now in a season called Christmas Tide, where our celebration is designed by God to grow in the places where we don't expect to find Jesus after Christmas morning. So this week, I invite you to allow yourself the gift of just resting in God. For there you will find healing from the sickness of a hurried and overflowing life. Let the heavenly quietness of these days deepen your trust in God's goodness that will give you a strength that you didn't even know existed. For the best present of all doesn't come to us just on Christmas morning. It comes after, gently, in the presence of Jesus himself. So yes, the party is over. But the season of you enjoying God's saving love is just getting started. Amen. It was so important in the early church for Christians when they gathered to worship that they had a time in their service where they could affirm what they believed. Things like the incarnation of the Son who came to live among us. And so these tenets and others are indeed built into so many of our affirmations of faith, including the Apostles' Creed, by which today we will stand and affirm what we believe before God. Please say with me. I believe in God the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell, and the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. God invites us to unite our hearts into one heart as we pray for our world and as we pray for each other. Please join me in prayer. Lord, we do come to you with the angels' voices still ringing in our ears from Christmas Eve and from Christmas Day. And we have alleluias still echoing in our hearts. We continue to praise you for all that the incarnation means. 
that you, full of grace and truth, have dwelt among us, that you have lived our life in perfect love and absolute obedience, and thereby you have opened up for even us the kingdom of heaven. And so we thank you for choosing Mary and Joseph, for revealing yourself to the shepherds and to wise men, to Anna and Simeon. We thank you for taking our, on our human nature and for redeeming us with such powerful grace. Lord, we thank you at this time of year for the reminders of what faith looks like in the face of children. Lord, you have given this church such a vibrant children's ministry for for many, many decades. And we are so grateful for that. And so on this day, Lord, as we look forward to the next year, we pray for all the children of the church. We pray for their joy. We pray for their love, their faith. We pray for them even in their tears. We pray for their tender hearts and their young minds. We pray that you would inspire them with Christmas joy, with great wonder, so that simple trust will live in them all year long. We also have a special place in our collective church heart for those who are suffering on this day after Christmas. Lord, through your incarnation, you know what human frailty is like. You know what physical pain feels like, how bad it hurts. You experienced mental anguish in the garden. And so we pray that with your human nature in mind, that you would bless those in our church family and in our circles of friends who are frail and hurting today for any reason, in body, mind, or soul. Lord, give them a light of hope to follow into the future. As we stand on the cusp of a new year, O God, we pray for this good earth that you made so long ago. How many years have passed since you said, let there be light and life. And so we pray for light and life on our planet in this season, O God, especially where there is conflict and hatred. We pray for those powers who struggle over land and ideology. We pray for leaders to hunger and thirst for righteousness instead of power or influence or money. On this day, O God, we remember the life of Desmond Tutu and his large capacity for justice and forgiveness, for righteousness and mercy. And on this day, we pray that we would live by his same traits day in and day out as we know he has joined you in his heavenly rest. And we pray that you would hear us in this moment of unity, O God, as we pray together the prayer that Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
With full hearts of gratitude and love, we come now to the time of our offering. We respond to God's grace through the giving of our tithes and our offerings, all for the buildup of the church and for the glory of God's kingdom. you pray with me? Jesus, this morning, in the giving of these tithes and offerings, we sing that song with the totality of our lives. You, you, Christ, are our King, the Lord of all of who we are, the giver of all that is good and right and holy and loving in this world. 
So we commit to you these tithes and offerings as a declaration of your lordship, as a sign and symbol and act of faith. And we ask, Lord, that you would take, bless, and magnify these for your glory, that they would touch someone's life and transform them by your will in keeping with your plans to change the whole world into a priesthood of all believers, a new creation. We give to you all of these in your most precious name. Amen. Celebrating the good news of Jesus Christ this week. And as you may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit rest in and carry you this day and every day. Amen. Go in peace and happy new year. Take care. Amen.